Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. We talk to folks from all walks of life about life and about things and about all the wonderful things that that are happening in their lives. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy some good news, all right? Hey! Hi, how are you? It's so good to see you. Everybody, please welcome Joshua Rogers to the show. I don't know if you remember, but Joshua was the youngest winner on Sunday's Best. What, 2012, Joshua? Yes, ma'am, 2012. So how old, how old were you then? I was 18, fresh 18. 18. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my yeah. gosh. Um, you've really uh, been forging your way since then. Um, so tell us about the journey bef- to Sunday Best. What was your life like before Sunday Best? What were you doing? Um, uh, I was in school for one. <laughs> um, j- just a simple country kid, uh, born and raised in the church. Grandmother's a pastor, mom an evangelist, aunt an evangelist. I played the drums, the <laughs> aunt played the keyboard, you know, just simple stuff like that. So, um, my life before that was it was that church and school. Um, uh, briefly before I was looking for a job, that was pretty hard um, in the South. Um, I don't think I have to explain that any further, <laughs> um, but it was, nope. it was a little difficult. Um, and so with that happening, I started uh, looking for competitions. Um, it was certain things that I wanted, like I wanted a new TV and um, I wanted to get some certain stuff for my senior high school and stuff. And so uh, my mom, uh, she being a nurse at the time, she was a, a school nurse working with the school district. Um, so she did the absolute best that she could to provide for me. And she's in, I believe she did an awesome job. And so, you know, I was just like, okay, I want to do this for myself. Yeah. And so, um, luckily, uh, thanks to the God, I found this competition called the Gospel Best Competition for the Black Expo. Did that, uh, started, that's how I started making the money. And then God led me to Sunday Best, which I was already abrupt on, but I wasn't able to really keep up on it like that. And furthermore, to think that I would get the chance to be on there, it's like, <laughs> yeah, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when it happened, it's like, oh man, this is crazy. This is, this is like really dope. Uh, Kimberell was the host for the competition that year. She was like, yo, every contestant on this show is super dope. Like, and this, this year was me, my, I had my, some of my cousins that performed at Wells as well. So, you know, she was like, you guys should really try for Sunday best. And I was like, huh, that's an idea. And I, <laughs> I was in church one Sunday and God just showed it to me. I was doing my normal and I, it was like, I left my grandmother's church and I got set me in the studio. I could see the stage, everything. And I asked my grandmother and my mom about it after service. They said, pray about it, see what the Lord says. And that Friday, we decided to go and audition for Sunday Best. Wow, wow. So when did you start singing? Did you did you always feel like you had the talent or, you know, that you had the wherewithal to do what you're doing today? I mean, was that a dream of yours? As As I got older, Yes, it, it definitely became an aspiration. Um, but originally, no, it was just the love. I yeah. just love to sing. I've always loved music. Um, my mom tells stories all the time about how I would sing so much. She'd be like, Josh, save some for tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it was. it's just always been my heart. And so to have the chance and opportunity to do it in this capacity, it's just icing on the cake. 
So how did Sunday's best change your life? <laughs> um, well, first and foremost, it brought me before millions of people. <laughs> That's the first thing. Secondly, yeah. having a chance to sit under artists that I've looked at and admired from afar for so long. I mean, my judges were CC Winans, um, Yolanda Adams, and Donnie McClurkin. Yeah. I mean, just legends in their own right. My TV mentor, Kim Burrell. Of course, you know, Kirk Franken is there. So to be able to just be in the room with, with all of these amazing people was just so humbling. So and such an honor. And I got to glean so much while being there. Now, mm -hmm. I still had a lot to learn after the show, but um, there's no doubt that the outpour of wisdom from uh, those type of iconic and legendary individuals was <laughs> more um, than an honor and an opportunity. So yes. with that, you know, it taught me how to, you know, start with stage performance. Before I came on the Sunday Best, people may not notice, but I sound like Lee Williams. <laughs> I would what, literally what? stand there. I'm, I'm telling you, like to a T. Uh, it was it was crazy because I, I never really sung quartet like that. And my oh uncle, my God. he would fight hard to get me in the group. But yeah, so when I got to the show, it was like a light bulb click. Like I remember the first time I got on the stage and it was like, oh wow, this is, this is different. But I, I feel like I need to be here. Like this is yeah. where I'm supposed to be, and it just, it just went from wow, there. So, wow. yeah. so, you know, for 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 those of us or, or those aspiring singers who want to be on that kind of stage, because that stage is amazing. I've seen it. I was I was there during that season, so I got to see you. But um, yes, the just walking out on a stage. How did you deal with your nerves? I know you had to go. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. So there's a standing joke. There's a standing joke between me and the stage producers and stage managers of the show. Um, every night of recording, before I would have to go on stage, I, I, I would be fine. I go use the bathroom like two or three times before, try to, you know, overhaul yeah. it. And right as soon as they give me the mic, I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it never failed. <laughs> It never stopped like every recording night when they put the mic in my hand, it was like a rush of water. Um, so that, that's a standing joke uh, between us all. Um, but I mean, it, it, it was, it, it was, it was, it was absolutely, it was life changing. Um, and so I would say to any, any other young artist who's, who's really wanting to get there, um, you have the ability and the capacity to do it. But I just don't want you to be like me. Research it. Understand fullheartedly and completely what you're walking into yeah, before yeah. you go there. When you go on these shows, you don't have negotiating power over your contract. You mm -hmm. don't have any foundation or standing to say, hey, well, you know, I'm such and such and such. This is what I want. You got to give it to me. Well, no, this is their show, you know? So you're gonna have to uh, buy within those restrictions but understand the opportunity um, that you're putting yourself into. You get to build your fan base. You yeah. get to walk into a room and millions of people get to experience the gift that God has given you. So with that, I say keep that in mind. Understand that whether you win or lose, you are still a winner because you are still able to um, express yourself in a capacity that you probably never were able to to do so mm -hmm. before. So mm -hmm. take that to heart um, and, and enjoy the journey. Please don't forget that. Enjoy the journey. Take a moment. Always take time for yourself, for self-care, self-comfort, self-encouragement, self-nurture. Very important. So, yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, 
using the platform that God gives you, you know? Oh yeah. A lot, a lot of people think they're gonna go in and tell them what to do. No, you're not. That's mm -hmm. not gonna happen. You better use that platform for what you need to use it for, you know? Make it work for you, absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So I remember uh, a few years back, you came to uh, the studio where I was working and um, we were talking about weight. You and I were talking about weight and yeah. you were talking about how, you know, people had said different things about you, about how you had gained weight. This was years ago, maybe three years ago. And um, you were saying, but they don't know my story. They don't know what I've been through. So just talk about that for a moment, you know, just not necessarily the illness, but just the judgment of how people never think about what's happening with somebody. They just look at you and judge, you know? Yeah, you know, I'm, um, I, when, when you become a figure on TV, um, it's like as soon as your face goes across the screen, they then totally believe you're this pillar of perfection, yeah. this column of money. You know, or you know, this this is just like every everything is just so awesome, and it's like no, this is a TV screen, this is a portal of which I've been recorded, and you get to see me, you know, in this capacity. Mm -hmm. But understand that life is still very much so the same for me. So uh, having that happen, um, I I had gotten to a moment to where I had basically like my whole head was affected. I had tonsillitis, sinusitis, and both of my ears were infected. I had ear infections in two ears. Um, and I was developing strep throat um, mm -hmm. because of all of the infected drainage. And so with that being the case, I couldn't, I could barely eat, I, I could barely swallow. Um, so I had ended up having to get my tonsils taken out. And as a result of that, I was on steroids for about six to eight months. Now, mind you, I was supposed to be on vocal rest for two months, at least two months. The doctor recommended three, but I told him I could absolutely not do three months. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I'm a gospel artist, and as a gospel artist, most of the money that we make is through traveling. So with that being the case, I had to work. <laughs> so right. I was I was supposed to be on vocal rest for two months and was only able to do two weeks. Um, so with that being the case, mind you, this is a process when I'm fighting for my career. So I lost my house in the process. I lost my car. Uh, and so all of these things are happening. So on top of this, I'm taking steroids. Depression then falls on top. And within my depression, I've, I learned that I'm an emotional eater. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I've already got steroids on this side. Then I've got my emotions and depression and my bad habit of eating to make myself feel better because in my mind and in my book, people don't, don't people will fail you. I mean, that, that's biblical, people will fail you, but I, I learned, and it's funny, it's funny how we, we cope because instead of me running directly to God, I ran to food. Because mm -hmm. I said, good food, it just, it never failed. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. find a good plate of food, it will put a smile on your face. And somebody <laughs> stop me when I'm lying. <laughs> so that was my mentality. And it, you know, it, it helped me cope for a while. But after a while, even that didn't work. Yeah. And so inevitably, I still had to turn to God. Um, but it, it was a trying time. And I, I want people to understand that you never know what people are going through. That's when right. you look at people, you look at their circumstances, or you see what they're lacking and what you have. Don't let judgment be the first mm -hmm. 
trajectory that you take. Don't don't let that be the first option or thought that comes to your mind, but let it be whatever they're going through, whatever it is, whatever's happening, God, I don't know, but right. give them strength. Right. Give, you know, give them the capacity mm-hmm. or the endurance or the or the, the courage to keep fighting, to, to go right. harder, you know, mm-hmm. to uh to love again, to fight again. You never know and, and and we're living in a time now when we have so much access to so much that we're not cognizant of what comes out of our mouth. Yeah. The Bible teaches us that life and death comes out of our mouth. But right. we use it like it's like it's just a bar of soap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like honestly, not, not even that valuable. You know what right. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. with that being the case, I, I just I admonish people out there to please think before you speak. Yeah. Think before you comment. Yes, 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 yes. I yeah, yeah. That's all I can say is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with that, you know, we're gonna segue into still gonna trust because you know, through all of that, I know you were trusting God. You hadn't even written, you hadn't even gotten to that song by that time. But here we are last year in in the worst, most unforeseen time of many of our lives. We've never been here before. You hopefully never go back again, but God, you know. please. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? That COVID changed. I, I can't say anything that it didn't change. It changed everything. Yeah, and it changed us all forever. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So, Still Gonna Trust, that's your latest single. That's a beautiful song. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so much. yeah, yeah. Tell us about what it means to you when you were, you were uh, developing that and singing it. it you know, uh, Still Gonna Trust came out of uh, everything that you just mentioned, the adversity and the effects of 2020. Um, even, you know, we're, we're almost, we're at the end of 2021, but yeah. 2021, if you just be honest, it's, it's, it's still been a little something, something itself. That's right. And so with that being the case, um, more specifically, 2020, God, it's like he was drilling it in my head, like, Josh, you gotta trust me. I know it's scary. I know you're worried. I know it's uncertain, but you gotta trust me. I, I kept you this long. I've, I've covered you this long. I've protected you this long. I've blessed you this long. Mm-hmm. Trust me to know that I'm going to continue to do it, even though your natural eyes can't see in the fathom what's right. happening right now. And so that was the year that I learned, Josh, you could have a control freak to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you so that's what you learned about this I'm telling you, we have to sometimes take the time to figure out what our own vices are. And that was my moment. Josh, you're a control freak. If, if it's not something you can physically fix or you can fix yourself or you can figure out mentally, you you freak out, you panic, you you, you get mood swings, it just gets bad. And that's not good. It's not God. You know what I'm saying? And so God had to teach me that. And with that being the case, I had so many other people around me of whom I saw were dealing with the same thing. Not only that, but dealing with the loss of family members, mm-hmm. dealing with COVID-19, mm-hmm. dealing with the lack of person-to-person interaction, you know, not not having a job, you know, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like these, yeah. these are things that I experienced as well. So with that being the case, one of my favorite artists of all time was the late, great Aretha Franklin. And one of her um, most impactful quotes um, that I heard from her was, 
uh, as an artist, it's our responsibility to speak to the times. And I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, I'm not just an artist, but I'm a gospel artist. Yeah. So I'm not just delivering an inspirational message. I'm delivering a message of God, a message mm -hmm. of hope, salvation, and deliverance. And so with that being the case, it was like, okay, y'all, we gotta do something. Like, people struggle. We gotta we gotta help them. And I had the conversation with Lucius. He partnered with Percy Baby, a legendary songwriter in his own right. And they came up with this song. <laughs> and Ms. Twan, when I tell you, the way this song slapped us in the studio, the impact that it has for people when you get the chance to listen to it, I promise you, it's nothing I did not experience first. Because after we got through recording it, I just sat there for a minute as they played it back and I thought about everything my life could have been in 2020 if it had not been for God. Everything that I could have been experiencing or lacking or um, or you know, just just so many other different scenarios that could have could have been me. True. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I could have been homeless. Like, like, let's talk about it. 2020 was a year as an artist that I have worked the absolute least. True. I did not go anywhere that year and was booked. Okay, I just I got off with a higher for your oil. Like that was a hot year for me. And like, yeah. it's like God just snatched it. It's like, right, sit down, boy. I'll be back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You say trust me. And I had no choice. I literally had no choice. And to see the fruition of that. And to see how God has kept me, blessed me. Like, there is no question that that year that God had me on his mind and that he kept me that year. So with that being the case, I just wanted to spread that word and message to the world at large and let them know that, hey, God is still on the throne. He's still in power. He's still able. He's still more than willing to do whatever it is that you need him to do, to heal your heart, to fix your family, fix your children, fix your situation, take you to the next level, upgrade you in ministry, whatever it is. <laughs> he can do it, but you got to trust him to do it. Trust in his power and trust in his plan. And realizing that this process is not easy. And oh my God, it is something to do. <laughs> you sit there sometimes and you're like, God, like, are you kidding me? Because he, yeah. he shows you the blessings. He shows you, for the most part, he shows you the, the, the destination, but he doesn't show you the navigation to get Right. You. He doesn't tell you what's in between it. Yeah. So as you're on your way there, you're like, wait a minute, God. Now, I know we were supposed to be going past Chapel Hill Road, but you did not tell me that I, I was going to have to get with traffic there. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. when stuff like that happens, it's the trust that we hold dear to. It's the trust that I believe that we should hold dear to our hearts and say, okay, God, I, I don't know how you're going to do this. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't know how, how you're going to work this out, but I still believe you. I still believe in your power. Yeah. I still believe yeah. in your plan. So that's where it came from. Oh my gosh. Oh my. And it's a beautiful song. Um, so you're working on a new project. When are we expecting yes. the new project to drop? We are looking at the second quarter of next year, um, but I am still recording. Okay. So keep your ears and eyes locked. Uh, but I'm excited. This is the first album where I have a, uh, a real feature and it's with someone really special. So I'm excited. Oh, okay. We're excited about that. We're excited oh, about that. Oh, get ready. Look now, so um, you have just, you know, in, in all of your trials, and I mean, for me, and I always say it never stops. I mean, because your life can yeah. be going great. And like you said, stuff happens. Yeah. But you did a feature film. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yes. Yes. Like Tell, us Tell us about it. Tell us about it. You know, I've never really considered myself to be an actor. Um, although I've always admired the craft, and so having the opportunity, I got a call from this guy, John Fredrickson, 
um, who was a really awesome guy. He was like, man, I love your voice. Uh, and he, uh, he saw the video of me at West Angeles singing with John P. Key. Yeah. Um, and he was like, dude, like your voice is, it's just amazing. I want to work with you. And we started talking about this movie and the name of the movie is called The Youngest Fantasist. So he's the writer and producer of this movie. And it's about the story of a young boy, very young age, who gets saved and his journey to becoming a very, very young evangelist. Like, I mean, he's 14 years old. Um, and so in this in this movie, um, I got the chance to work with the, at this time, the late, great Duranis Pace. Um, and so it, that was just awesome in itself. She was such a joy, yeah. genuinely sweet. Um, and uh, also um, me, my part, I worked very closely with Ruth Leandra um, from the Carolinas, and so I mean, yeah. it, it, I, you, we, we all know who Ruth Leandra is. If yes, you don't, we do. You know, now you know, you need to go check her out. But she, I mean, it was just amazing. So being able to um, do that, I stuck my toe in acting just a little bit, um, you know, and so it was really awesome. So you get to see um, a piece of me in the movie, but for the most part, I did um, work on the soundtrack. And so the um, title track for the, for the movie, um, me and Ruth did. So it's really awesome. It's set to release this month on the 19th. Uh, so please, 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 I admonish you all, go check it out. It's gonna be really, really awesome. Do you know where they're gonna be uh, releasing that? Uh, should be in theaters. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice, 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 nice first go now. Cause I, I know, know right? you're gonna be back now. You done got the bug a little bit. You're gonna be back. Listen, be back. Take, take me there, take me there. Yeah. I really wanna step into voiceovers. Like I've always done animation and gaming and stuff like that. And I feel like, you know, it's, you, you remember those shows when, when, when I was younger, like the vegetable show and stuff like that. Like I, I, I don't, I miss shows like that. And so um, I want to be one of the one of the people to bring stuff like that back. Oh yeah, you, know, it's, you can do it's that. It's a lot of animation and shows out there. You know that. Yeah, I feel like we need to, we need to bring God back to it. That's just we, me. We need to pull it back. Yeah, we need to pull that back. Yeah, I, I'm, I feel I'm, you on that. One. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. One more thing. So in you you just started a new job, new ministry. Yes. And now you're gonna do something with a nonprofit to help underserved yes. children. Tell us about that. You are just all over the place. But you know what? I always say don't leave nothing on the table. Whatever God gave you, don't leave nothing on the table. Nothing. I, listen, I received that wholeheartedly. The thing is, is you know, me, like as I, I spoke earlier, my mom did the best that she could. She did an awesome job um, as far as raising me. But as a single mother, uh, you know, of course, it's a lot more responsibility, a lot more pressure. Um, so with that being the case, I can relate to um, some of the experiences of underprivileged children um, and fatherless kids. And so with that being the case, it's my desire to go back in the school district and um, help, you know, encourage, support those types of children, um, give them the opportunity to dive into the arts because the artistic uh, art, art Z kid, I'm not gonna say artist. Yeah. Um, but me being um, a kid of the arts, uh, it was so um, liberating in challenging times for me as a child. It was it was so encouraging and it allowed me to step out of that reality for a moment and just enjoy, you know, the the, the beauty of life and music. And so I want to pass that along to kids and and give them the opportunity to do that because you know when you're when, when underprivileged and stuff like that, you don't always get to 
enjoy all of the opportunities that are out there. And so I want to I want to give back and make that possible. And so um, we're we're working on that. Um, of course, my LLC JR Entertainment. Um, we're partnering with um, my pastor, um, and of course his his ministry, Powerhouse Ministries, and we're doing it out here in Missouri. So I'm really excited. Keep your ears and eyes locked. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be really dope, and I'm excited about the impact it's going to have for the kids. I am so excited. Your life. I mean, you're not even 30 yet. You could still be my baby. I mean, I gotta tell you. Uh, <laughs> And, and I would not mind at all. I'm so proud of you. You're just doing it. And I want you, you know, you you, you have become so mature um, through your life experiences. And, and I listened to you speak and, you know, just had opportunity to hear different things and see you working and um, the maturity. You know, God has really grown you up. And um, he's just going to do great things with you. Keep that maturity. Keep that level. Keep that level head because I mean you're you're still a baby in this industry, so you don't know what God has for you. <laughs> but you know it's good. But you know it's good, whatever it is, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Good. It's gonna be good. We're looking forward to your new project next year, second quarter. We will be looking for it. And can't wait to see the movie. I'm so excited about the movie, uh, the young evangelist, just to see you in there. And uh, God bless you. Thank you so much for just sharing your time with us. Tell everybody where they can find your music and more information about Joshua Rogers. Yes. Well, I am on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. Keep me in your prayers. <laughs> <laughs> but all of those are at the Joshua Rogers. So follow me. I would love to follow you back. Of course, Still Gonna Trust is available everywhere music is sold digitally. So please, if you have not gotten it or downloaded it yet, please go and get it right now. I promise you it's gonna bless your life. So that's Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Tidal, you name it. Anywhere music is sold digitally, you can go and download it right now. So I can't wait to hear your thoughts after you hear it. And again, follow me. I would love to connect with you. All right, the, the Joshua Rogers. Thank you so much for joining us, Joshua. Thank you for having me. You know I love you. I love you too. What a joy, that Joshua Rogers, I'll tell you. Look, uh, of course, you can reach out to him on social media at The Joshua Rogers. And look, if you want to reach out to me to be a guest on the show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. Watch the show via PGN TV on all digital streaming apps. You can visit us at pgntv.org. Hey, I'm Twanda Black. We'll see you next time with some good news. God bless you.